This episode is brought to you by Bloat Games. Hiya folks, Old Man Grognard here. If you're looking for games that combine the classic RPG feel with the light, concise rule set of today's indie games in a variety of genres, you gotta check out Bloat Games. Their survived this rules take a cue from the old school games of yore and combine them with a stripped down but easy to understand mechanic that plays fast and fun, giving you an exciting, thrilling game session every time. Whether it's fighting off zombies, swinging a great axe and slinging spells in dark, dangerous creature-filled forests, riding your 10-speed bike through monster-infested suburbs, or keeping the city streets safe from super-powered menaces, the survive this system is the one that'll keep your players coming back to the table. Check out these great RPGs, in addition to card games and other fantastic things they offer, at blokegames.squarespace.com or at drivethroughrpg.com. Bloke Games. The worlds are fiction, but the fun is real. Abed and all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard. The OSR podcast about stuff with your host Glenn Hallstrom. Hi folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. Nice day. All right, first up a voicemail from John Allen Large of the Red Dice Diaries. Go ahead, John. Hi there, it's John again. Just been listening to your You Pick 'em episode, and I agree that you have to pick and choose what law you want to use in your campaign. I normally try to cover this during a session zero or at the start of the game, but I tend to incorporate some of the player ideas as well, you know, to get them involved and get them invested in the game. Like you say, I think a very brief explanation of your changes, whether in a written form or whatever, can be a real boon when you get new players coming in, as long as it's not some massive weighty tome they have to read because let's face it no one wants to do a load of literature homework before they jump into a D game anyway i'm going to get back to listening to the rest of the episode take it easy thank you john always appreciate it yeah um yeah it's it's interesting i it's it's kind of a delicate balance depend on what you know game world you're using aside from your own because i always find that you know I look at something and I go, I want to do justice to this world to a certain extent, but at the same time, there may be stuff that I'm uncomfortable with or just don't like that I don't want to use. And if it people think it's like essential to the world, they may not buy it, but you got to stick by your guns and, you know, do it that way. Anyway, thanks, John. Appreciate it. All right. I want to talk, I want to sort of elaborate. I've talked before about when to ask for a roll, be it a skill roll, a stat roll, a saving throw, whatever. I want to talk about that again because I, this is one of the things I struggle a bit with. Not too much, just a bit. Because, you know, one time, there are times when I feel, I, I used to, okay, back maybe five, ten years ago, I would ask for a roll for everything, even if it was obvious because I wanted to make the game seem like a challenge or I wanted to get him immersed. And there are times when I feel, because there were times that I feel like I told them too much right out the gate. You know, sometimes you got to hold back some. A lot of times that as a GM, you have to hold back some. But in other words, I wanted to make a work for it because you can't walk into a room and know everything. That's why I ask when I'm playing, like I ask Carlos or 
mostly Carlos, but Matt too. Can I make, and since we're playing a 5e Ebron game with Carlos, I, I ask him, can I make an investigation role or some other role? Matt, it's like, do I get a, an intelligence check or something? You know, I'm just, or rather, I just say to Matt, I'm checking this. I'm doing that. Then he will tell me if he wants me to roll or not. Because sometimes it's obvious. You know, once again, I'm, I'm, I'm sympathizing too much with the players again. But the point points I'm saying is, you got to know when to roll. Tell them when to roll, when to not roll, because you can't do every. You can't have them roll for everything. First off, it slows down the game. Believe me, it slows down the game. Secondly, if you want them to get this, just give it to them. Just take their take their stats in 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 in. Uh, in consideration and you can there's some information people can you can give it to them you know it may be so obvious it's like yeah even a dummy would see this so there's no point in having them roll and it slow it does oh god it slows down the game if they have to roll for everything and also what if they don't get it what if there's a vital clue that they don't get well first of all you got to do the three clue rule there's three you should think of three ways they can get this and they should be able to get one, at least one. And if you tell them to roll and they blow the roll, what are you going to do? I've, I've gone, I remember GMing and having characters make like three or five rolls just to get them to make the roll. And that to me is bad GMing. So what you should do, for instance, let, let, me, let me give you an, an uh, for instance, a recent game I did, I told you about that. It started with them in a tavern. One of the guys went outside the alley to get some air, and a owlbear ran down the alley, followed by about three guys chasing him, and that's what started it. But he's sitting out there, okay? Put yourself in the character's shoes, or the NPC shoes, or whatever, if you were standing in an alley smoking a cigarette or just getting some air or something like that, and an owlbear or a bear ran by you, followed by guys, you wouldn't have to say, well, make a hearing roll or make, a, make an intelligence roll or perception roll to hear this. No, you'd hear it. You would hear it coming down, something coming down that alley. And you'd also hear, you would hear some kind of wild creature is growling and going down the alley and on top of that, there's like two or three guys yelling, trying to, you know, and then it happens. There is no reason that you should have a role, that none at all. Just do it. And that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. New GMs, please pay heed to this, because you really do not have to make people roll for every single thing, like I've told you before. Like I said, this was a problem with me. I still feel it's a balance between getting them to work for it and just giving it to them, because you want to make it challenging without bogging down the game or just, you know, giving away the store, basically. You know, why don't you just tell them who, you know, why don't you just tell them who did it and they can go home, you know? That kind of thing. So once again, put yourself in the put yourself in the character's shoes, and think about if you were in this room or you were in this alley or you were in this hall, what would you see? What would you automatically notice? 
that's the way you got to think, you know, just for that second, you know, just for that one moment. Okay. I mean, there are things they're not going to see, like they need to make it a search roll or a wisdom roll or whatever. So don't give it to them. But at the same time, don't bog them down in rolls. So that's all I want to say about that. I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognard at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized. So as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. And I would thank you. You want to do a single donation? You go to my Ko-fi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people who do give to me monthly. Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, Jason, John Allen, Aaron, Michael, Randy, and Joe. Thank you very much, guys. For great podcasts out there besides mine, there is Dan Gregg's The Young, Y-U-N-G, Young Grognar Podcast, Mark C. Walring's The Yawning Owlbear Podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps Podcast. There is also Daniel Norton at the Bandits Keep Podcast, Randy and Joe at the Biggest Geekest Podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tankar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.